Chargers, and welcome back to Outlaws Wanted. Last time, the crew of the Honor successfully stopped a war between the Galactic Alliance and the Imposition. Now, with an extra ship in tow and a little bit of coin in their pocket, the crew makes their way back to the home base of the Outlaws to buy some much-needed upgrades. All right, everybody, you're on board your ship. You have another ship that you captured in tow, as I said, and you're also two more crew members heavy than you were before. <laughs> you are on your way to a mysterious floating space station that is used by the outlaws as a home base. Is there anything you'd like to do before we get there? Um, sample some delicious cooking from our new chef, Lucy. <laughs> All right, so we are going to start this off then. You all are in the kitchen with your sh with uh, Chef Lucy, although when you bring up that name, he corrects you, as that is not accurate. Excuse me, my name is Lucy, the prime chef of the otter, and I would like to be addressed as such. Now, what I have prepared for you is eggs flanked by bacon. He hands you a plate that looks dubious at best. <laughs> That sounds about right. <laughs> I would like to congratulate you on your mission and on your recent acquisition of a most noble vessel from the Imposition. It looks lovely. You know, I would kill a man for a little bit of cheese on this. Okay. Well, I... Sorry, go ahead. I interrupted. It's almost like there's a weird lag between us. It is. Uh, besides that, it is very good, Lucy. The... The prom chef? Is that? Thank you. Prom chef of the honor. Prime chef of the honor. I cooked them thoroughly. They are crisp. As long as there's bacon grease. Oh, no. No. I used that to lubricate bearings. What? In the engine room. I took it upon myself to use the excess grease as lubricant. Um, you did. I'm sorry. Look, I thought that some of the parts were making some odd noises and could use the assistance of grease. Fi leaves the kitchen immediately to go check the, the engine room. Where is she going? I'm worried I've given offense. Uh, she'll be back. I'm sure it's fine. Maybe. You hear a bunch of clanging and banging going on. And cursing. A yeah, cursing. a lot of choice words. I also would just like to say how grateful I am for this appointment. I believe I'm turning over a new leaf as a chef. I'm happy to hear that. How's the eggs treating you, Rex? <laughs> um, well, being honest, uh, I'm uncomfortable here. I'm uncomfortable next to this very large man who has grafted a spatula onto each finger of his power armor and uh, knives on the other <laughs> hand. So, not so good, actually. Um, but I'm pretty sure... After sobering up and thinking about my lot in life, if I go anywhere else, I'm going to get court-martialed, so I guess I'm going to sleep under this table now. So thank you for that. Oh, uh, Commander Rex, we have extra bunks if you'd like to use one of those. No, no, that's fine. Um, Under the table's cool. I, I feel like it's appropriate. Do you want like a dish towel or something for your head? <laughs> no, that is the funny thing about the imposition. We don't sleep. I watched you while you slept last night. So pitiful that you must do that. Rex just looks down at his plate. He's very uncomfortable. I was really just waiting for this to be back and forth Cody talking to himself. <laughs> I try to avoid it. It's I've done it and it's never fun. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, us pitiful creatures who need sleep might be turning in soon. When are we head getting into the station? What's the name of our station that I know totally? I don't think Cody knows, so how would we know? I'm going to level with you. I forgot to name it. I just now am realizing I forgot to name it. The reason I stumbled in my introduction is because I forgot to name the station. Is it like named like nowhere or something like that? Something. I mean, that's that's in the right vein. So, Mandy, I'm sorry. You can probably cut this out. But just round robin. What does everyone think the station should be named? We're going to do this quick. Tortuga. Ho Homefront or Homestead. Homestead. That's what I want. That's my vote. The Homestead. No Man's Station. Short, no man's for short. My vote right now is the wharf. I was going to say, like, W-O-R-F. Although that sounds too much like wharf. What was the place in uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy called? Was it, like, Nowhere? It was called Nowhere, yeah. yeah, but... Man, I almost think I like the idea of calling it home. 
like just simple that feels I don't know spacey. What do you think? Home, home front, no man's. What's the con- what's the consensus here? What was yours? I said homestead, like the homestead, homestead. like the ho- like wherever. No matter where you land on the planet, there's like an old like grandma or grandpa in a rocking <laughs> chair with a shotgun across their lap. It's it's not a planet. It's a it's a it's like a star base. Wherever you land on the star base, there's like a person, an old person in a rocking chair with a shotgun. <laughs> Young about young whippersnappers. <laughs> I think we're gonna go. I think we're gonna go with the homestead, unless anyone else has like a strong opinion. Homestead's fine. Okay, cool. So you look at a little thing. It says ten hours till the homestead. So y'all turn in for the night and are awakened to the beeping sound of like a proximity detector going off, telling you you are pulling into the docks. Is Jyla's alarm clock like explosions? Like, there's a small little bomb next to her that I explodes. I think it's the 1812 Overture, but only the portion with the cannons. <laughs> um, as you pull into... Yeah, I even have it just dash, dash, dash in my notes, like, indicating to me that I needed to name it. <laughs> as you pull into Homestead, um, from the outside, the station looks very haphazard and chaotic. There are multiple large vessels that seem to have just been crammed together to make this now semi-permanent space station. Um, docking is a fairly, like, uh, you just kind of do it. There's not, like, someone directing you, so you're, like, kind of dodging vessels as you pull into the station. Um, and there's not, like, any, uh, formality to docking. You basically just dock and open your door at any place that you can find that's nearby. So, you are now attached to the station homestead. What's everyone want to do? You and your two ships. (laughs) Well, I think I'm gonna, I want to get everyone together all the crew together before we disembark. I was going to say, can we get everyone on the crew minus Rex at least? Oh yeah. I mean, I was just including the four of us. I wasn't including okay. Rex and Lucy. Cool. So, uh, what do you guys think about this, uh, second ship that we have? Like, uh, I mean, it'd be, it, it is nice having the second ship and as, as much as I, I like being an Admiral air quotes, Admiral, uh, I think we could, I think we could get some good use out of it if we were to sell it and, Get, make some upgrades to the honor. Well, what do you guys all think? I'm up for selling it, and there's not really a good nickname if you're an admiral. Cap as much just flows off the tongue, you know. Yeah, uh, ad it just doesn't really flow off the tongue very well. It just doesn't have the same ring to it. Admiral Captain Malcolm Llewellyn, I think I agree with you. Did did we ever talk about if we want to sell it to Rex? I mean, sure, we can. I mean, I don't know what kind of money he has, but yeah, I doubt he has access to funds if he's like a fugitive, essentially. Out of out of game. I think if we were to give it to Rex, we wouldn't get the credits for it. So weigh, weighing in as the as the GM and how like in my brain this would work, you guys can kind of give it to Rex, I guess. Um, but narratively, I would say he got a loan and bought it from you because I want you guys to be. I think it was like uh, creative for you guys to steal a ship. So you're going to get rewarded for that with more ability to level up. Um, but you don't don't feel like you have to give it to Rex if you guys like would rather just sell it and make money. He's not going to be like offended or anything. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just throwing it out there because I mean, I'm assuming after this, we don't want him on the ship anymore. I didn't know if maybe narratively it made sense to be like, hey, you need to get away. Here's a ship. Narrative. Now we got two things out of the way. I thought we were. I thought he was going to end up staying on the ship, even though, like in character, we had all sort of decided that he shouldn't. No, we hadn't really done that yet. I don't remember. This is where we do that. (laughs) Yeah, if you guys want to bring that up in character and talk about it, feel free. Uh, I I don't think getting giving Cap former Commander Rex a ship is a great idea right now. He seems rather um, in a bad spot. Well, but we don't exactly want him on our ship anymore, do we? Yeah, especially because if I remember correctly, he said he doesn't know how to pilot. So I think that'd be difficult for him to get away with this ship. Don't think he'd last very long. That would be funny to see him try, wouldn't it? Up until the point where he runs into us. Fair. So are we planning then on keeping him on our ship or dropping him off here? I think somebody should let him know. To hear that, you know, this is a great place to hitch a ride with somebody else, lose yourself, you know, if you don't want anybody looking for you. We don't just want to set him loose and then just leave. (laughs) 
Wow. All right. I suppose I can. I suppose I can go talk to him. Great. What are captains for? Do you do you want to do that now? Sure, I guess. Do you want to do you want to call him into the room, or do you want this to just be you and him? I was just going to be him and me. Cool. So you walk back into the galley. He's sitting under the table with a little blanket wrapped around him. You mean a dish towel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what he calls a blanket. Hey, uh, hey there, Rex. Hey, yeah, hi. Hey, uh, Captain, right? Yeah, I see the. Well, I mean, as you've probably figured out by now, I'm not actually cap- a captain. I mean, I'm captain of the ship, but I'm not actually like Galactic Alliance. You, you knew that, right? Well, right now, all I am is the captain of this dish towel. So, you know, I mean, what I'm saying is glass houses and space stones. Sure. Um, yeah. So we've arrived at a. Uh, we've arrived at what do we call it? Home homestead. 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 So we've uh, we've arrived at a homestead, uh, which. Sure, you're aware is the is the kind of the base of the outlaws, so that kind of gives you an idea of what. Uh, oh, so um, what's going on here? Is this where you're leaving me? Like, am I just gonna stay here now? I mean, that's that's up to you. I you're you're welcome to disembark here and and find your way wherever you're whatever, wherever you need to go. You're you're welcome to stick with us, and we can we can find a place for you. Um, I mean, heck, you could even join the outlaws if you wanted. I'm sure. I'm sure we could find some use of for your talents. Well, I'm gonna level with you. My talents, slim. Okay, so let's talk. Let's say I was to stay on board this vessel as a helpful member of the crew. Could you get rid of Lucy? Lucy's still in the room, right? Um, <laughs> I, I kind of like the idea that Lucy. Um, currently has his visor down and is just like standing facing a wall and it just says like um I don't know like physical recuperation in progress and this is the uh like imposition equivalent of sleeping. This is Borg regeneration then. Kind of, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like the idea that it just says sleep mode in progress. <laughs> He's plugged into the wall right now, is my point. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think we can. He's uh He's a valued member of our of our crew now. And if I get off the ship, I'm gonna still have to deal with the imposition. Probably. I mean, okay. I, I I'll, I'll love it with you. I I was Galactic Alliance until fairly recently, right? So I, I was a I was a commander on a ship, and it took me a bit to to be to be comfortable with having the imposition around. And I definitely had some moments. Yeah. Where, how? What's that? How did? How were you ever? Uh, just kind of ignore it. He has knife fingers. Yeah, but and spatula hands. He's not actively stabbing you, right? And like, I'm I'm confident in my abilities to to fight him off if he ever goes rogue. What a low bar to set. You're not actively being stabbed, so get along, right? Well, I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. So, all right. So option two then is. I get off here and try to join the outlaws, or I guess I get off here and become a bum. So why did why did this work out for you? Cause like I don't know which one to do right now, and I feel in desperate need of direction. I mean, personally for me, I uh, I kind of got a bit disillusioned with the Galactic Alliance, which it sounds like you had as well, and kind of wanted to make my own way, kind of. Do my own thing. Well, I got illusioned with cyber prostitution, but I mean, I don't know. They put me on a terrible assignment, and then, you know, the cyber prostitution. Just always there. Anyways, we don't have to talk about that. No, my. I don't know. I guess I'll decide. If I'm not here when you get back, I've started my terrific career as an outlaw. And he just kind of like drops the blanket and stands up and is like, I feel gooder. I feel more good than I did. I think. I don't know. Well, sound, sounds good to me. And yeah, well, well, whatever you decide to do, we wish we wish you luck. Uh, so as you walk away, he stops you real quick and just goes, hey, do you think I could ever actually be an outlaw captain? I mean, I think so. I think everyone everyone has some kind of some talents they can contribute. Just, just a process of finding them. Yeah, I mean, I was good at I was good at my job when I wasn't stuck on a terrible planet doing terrible work. I feel like I'm okay. And he looks a little bit. He looks a little bit. You know, um, what's it called? Bolstered, maybe uplifted. You know, 
his spirits feel a little bit lifted. Right, I, I wander back in. I don't know if they had what conversation they had while I was gone. Or they uh, okay, so that. you guys are in the galley. Not in the galley. You guys are, let's say, in the airlock still discussing what you want to do with the ship. What's the word, Cap? Yeah, so uh, not sure what he's going to do yet. Um, I gave him the options of joining the outlaws and uh, staying on board and kind of get kind of gave him the rundown of what what he could do and he's not sure so we'll we'll see he said he said if uh, if he's not here when we when we leave then he's made his new life here so guess we'll find out later all righty seemed a little uh seemed a little in better spirits though now good i guess everybody deserves a purpose in life right i try i tried to tell him that uh that he can find like even if he doesn't think he has talents, he can. There's, there's, there's something he can do. He's got to find it. Sage advice. Sage advice. My purpose today is finding me a chemist. I got plans. I also need to go to a chemist. Sounds like a date to me. What for? Admiral Captain Llewellyn. I have standards. <laughs> hey now, you can go to the chemist by yourself. Uh, also, other thing of note: before we take off, we should probably get. Uh, Lucy put into a clone slug. I guess you're probably right. So I mean, if he's going to stay on our ship, I mean, we don't go... When's the last time we went for a picnic? You don't want Lucy, the prime chef of the honor, to die with the ship, do you? Oh, we're getting him backed up. I see, I see. <laughs> you of all people should understand the value <laughs> of this. Well, he's he's got his armor and stuff. I didn't think about it. He's always telling us how he's unstoppable and immortal and unsleepable. I don't know what he calls it. But anyway, I yeah, we should probably get him hooked up. Yeah, speaking of that, he seemed to, he seemed pretty asleep there in the galley just now. It was definitely not like what we would consider sleep, but it he was definitely like kind of non-functional there for for a bit as as his visor had some kind of message about Tell me you got pictures then. Oh, of course. That's my cap. However, we should also consider that former Commander Rex would also need to be backed up if he's going to stay on our ship more permanently. Yeah, I guess that's up to him. I'll ping him the coordinates of the slug place <laughs> if he needs it. You just ping him it. You don't tell him what it is. He's like, go here. <laughs> well, we also we also need to be careful because if he decides not to stay with us, we this is kind of a outlaw secret, right? We don't want the galaxy to know about it. And if he's not going to join the outlaws, we kind of want want to make sure he doesn't start spreading word around the alliance or whoever else i assume because it was a space station it moved around that's true it's probably orbiting something the whole existence of the clone slug backup thing from what cody said before is that that's like a trade secret that the rest of the galaxy doesn't know we have that technology oh Oh, you're right you're right it is it is a secret yeah he can wait on that He, he can wait on that have you guys decided about the ship i think we're all in agreement to sell it we're gonna sell it I guess I, I didn't ever hear a I didn't hear a hear a word from uh, from Vi. What, what are Vi's thoughts? Oh, Vi Vi's fine either way. Because um, because I, I know that you, Mandy, were more inclined to want to keep the ship. I just wanted to make sure. I've just thrown it out as like I guess I could argue either way. That's that's my answer. So it, it, so yeah. Honestly, either either is fine. Um, I think especially with this one, uh, this extra ship isn't like yeah, it's useful, but it's not like a small stealthy ship that we could use. So either way. So I, I have a proposal for for y'all. How about we we sell this ship and the next the next one? Because right now we can get some pretty good pretty good uh, benefits out of out of selling this one. How about we sell this one now, and then the next one we come across, we'll keep that one to, to assemble our fleet. Sounds good to me, Cap. So do I call you Admiral Captain Malcolm Llewellyn or former Admiral, now just Captain Malcolm Llewellyn? You just, just, just Captain's fine. Okay, Captain Malcolm if Llewellyn. To, if you had to put a title on it. Okay, so you guys have a list of uh, objectives you need to complete. You need to sell your ship. Two of you need to go to a chemist. One of you wants to take a guy to a clone slug. Who wants to do what first? And you can all go to all of these things if you want. My thought is that, like, Jyla tries to, like, s- like not sneak away, but get away, like, without Sully to go to the chemist. And then Cal- Sully bumps into her on the way to the chemist. I, I suppose I can, I can handle selling the ship. 
and then I have I have something else I want to go do at some point that I'm not exactly sure how to how we're gonna do it. Okay. Um. Why don't you handle selling the ship first, so that way everyone has the extra credits. So the docks are also just commonly where ships ships are bought and sold because they have to be attached somewhere. Um, so when you enter the station, the place that you know of that buys and sells ships is just called Davin's Imports. Um, so that's where you would want to go to try to sell a ship. Okay, so I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go there. Cool. So you walk in and there's a guy who's kind of dressed, um, piratey in a very traditional sense. He's wearing high leather boots and, uh, like a flowy blouse and, uh, you know, weathered pants. He seems like he would be a salty sailor, except he is on a spaceport. As soon as you walk in, he just goes, Howdy, y'all! Uh, how, how's it going? Do I know this guy's name? Yeah, his name's Davin. This is Davin's Imports. I'm Davin with Davin's Imports! The greatest oh, This imp- is Davin himself, okay. Uh, we got we got a ship here to, to sell. Now, what make and model is that ship and what year? Oh, gosh, uh... Not really sure Do you really. have a seeing number, a, a ship identification number? I'm sure I have that right. Uh, yeah. Do you have a ship title in your name? Yeah, about that. We kind of, kind of appropriated the ship on our on our last job here. I'm just messing with you. All these ships are stolen. I forged those credentials in my sleep. So, but what kind of ship is it? I was, I was, I was gonna say. I thought I thought you'd done this before. I was, I was getting concerned there. Oh no, no, no! It's fine. No, I can I can handle stolen ships. But what kind of ship is it? It is a blah. I don't know how to describe the ship. It's <laughs> I give him the description. Imposition interceptor. <laughs> yeah, that thing. Oh, those are going real fast right now. Young captains love buying those and wrecking them, and I do love selling them. So that'll be five credits, usual price. Let me know if you ever want to buy a ship. I got you. I can always sell you one of these things, lightly used, only a few laser holes. Sounds good to me. As you're walking out, he goes, Hey, do you want to spend those five credits on a ship I just bought? <laughs> uh, not, not right now. Maybe, maybe the next time. All right. If you ever need anything, stop by David's Imports. Was he going to try to sell us back our ship we just sold him? Yeah, he's, he's like a sleazy used car salesman <laughs> type. And he's going to sell it to us for seven credits. <laughs> also, everyone from the Guild of Commerce now has a southern accent, so thank you, Caitlin, for deciding that for me. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. All right. Who is next? All right. So, uh, well, real quick, I assume we were kind of all together for that, guys, because it was like in the dock. Yeah, you can be at this point. Uh, so, uh, who all who all needs uh, needs some credits here for, for whatever they got to do? I, I think I'm going to need to take take an extra for 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 uh, for my plans. So we've got total of uh, how much did we say? We get one each, and then five for the ship. Yeah. So basically two each, unless you want to trade around. Yeah. So we have. Uh, well, we've got nine total, right? Yeah. One reach for the four of us, and then five. Oh, shoot! I forgot there's not five. There's four, there's four of us, Cody. <laughs> yeah, so technically there's one extra one floating around that I forgot. That, that's why I figured, like, we could each... How, how much did we say a, a subsystem for the ship would cost? Two. Two? Okay. So uh, how many credits do you, do you guys think we all will all need for, for whatever we need to do? Well, I don't know how much... I'll need it, the chemist. Probably just one. I am only looking for one credit currently. How about you, Vi? Uh, I think just one. Uh, maybe more. But here's here here's what I well, was now, actually. Well, now I, now I feel greedy. Well, here's what I was actually going to suggest is uh, I I definitely want to do some work on the ship. Um, so individually i don't need a ton but uh i i would really like to put some work into the ship so we're a little bit more uh yeah and that that was what i was going to suggest is whatever like leftovers go into the ship yeah i i'm i am completely okay with that i will use whatever you want to give me uh to use on the ship all right well so i guess uh that sounds pretty good i guess i'll i'll take i'll take two here's one here's one for you uh and one for you sullivan and i guess the rest uh for for Vi to go go beef up our ship. Thank you. I vote we get a teleporter. That sounds that sounds uh, like a not a bad idea. I'll put that in as a suggestion to 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 Vi and see what she can come up with. I will consider it. <laughs> All right, decisive. I like it. When am I not decisive, Jyla Maybeck? Fair. I was just. I, I think it's a good idea. 
I thought you'd be on board to teleporting bombs onto other people's ships. I mean, that that does sound like a lot of fun. But what happens to your, your, your atoms, though? What if it jumbles them? I mean, we have clone slugs. Well, yeah, it just sounds unpleasant. Like, what if all of my outside atoms are fine, but then the inside ones are messed up, but you can't see it? I mean, haven't you? You've had this happen before, haven't you, where you ate a bomb for a dare? Or is that someone else? I mean, I have, but that was a long time ago, and I <laughs> don't like you bringing it up. I was young and stupid. <laughs> I imagine it would feel similar. Your outside was jumbled, but your inside. Yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Are you telling me teleporting's going to be like that every single time? Because if so, I am not doing it. I am not on board with this teleporter idea anymore. <laughs> Let it be known. If it's going to feel like a bomb exploding inside me again, that's a no. So you can't be that quiet. I'm telling you. All right. Moving into the station, it is more haphazard than the outside. Uh, As this is a hodgepodge of ships that have just docked together and stayed there, it is a complete mess and is difficult to navigate. So just like Gila's insides after she uses (laughs) a teleporter. Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Dang it, Sully. As Jyla and Sully are going to accidentally end up at the same um, chemist, Jyla, tell me one, like, a one-phrase description of the type of chemist you want to find. Experimental. Perfect. <laughs> per- no, I, that's the word I want. <laughs> okay. Sully, tell me a one-word description of the type of chemist that you want to find. Good at what he does. Uh, Okay. Perfect. All right. You guys bump into each other in a crowded, narrow corridor that was formed of, like, the main hallway of a vessel that leads into what is commonly known as Chem Alley. Chem Alley is a large ship that was grafted onto the station that now just happens to house all of the best chemics. Putrid smells are constantly wafting from the area, and it's not considered a safe place to be, as it is the area of the ship, or it is the area of the station that is most likely to explode. So, you guys bump into your, bump into each other, heading down this narrow alley towards, um, a shop that's just called Noxious Knox. Hey, watch where you're, oh, uh, hey doc, what you doing in this side of town? I told you I was looking for a chemist. That was not my voice. I told you I was looking for a chemist. And the best chemist in town is in this part of town. This you isn't go to Knox t- too? Jyla, you, Mavek, you realize this isn't a town. It's a spaceport, right? Well, you know, it just feels like home. And so I call it a town. I mean, it is the homestead. So it should feel like a homestead since it, that's what it is. Wow. Illuminating. You go to Knox's? You. I am. Yes. Knox is the best chemist in town. I was going to invite well, you to come along with, but when I turned around, you were gone already, so... Yeah, I was. Wasn't <laughs> I? Well, I guess we're going together then. Uh, we head in. You walk into Noxious Knox's. Uh, Noxious Knox's, when you enter, does not really look like a shop. It more looks just like a cluttered laboratory. There aren't products in neat lined up bottles to be sold. There's just a very small old man in imposition armor with tiny eyes and giant glasses fiddling with a Bunsen burner, mumbling to himself. His armor is heavily scarred from what could only be assumed to be several chemical explosions. What's his name? Nox. Nox. What would I call him? Nox. Noxilius. Noxilius, yes. (laughs) All right, that's better. Noxilius. I mean, to be fair, like, I've been doing this naming convention with everyone, even when you start giving people ridiculously long titles to mess with me. He is ignoring you. His back's to you. He's just, like, mumbling to himself. Would you like to go first, Shiloh Maybeck? Nah, you can go. I got a custom order. I mean, so do I. You think I just get paltry, run of the... Why would I come to Noxilius to get something run of the mill? I mean, he is a best. Not to be rude, but I can hear you are in the same room. And I guarantee you I can fulfill either order. So what do you need? The Holy Grail. (laughs) He creaks slowly around holding a giant yellow cup. Good! Because I happen to have one! Oh, 
Uh, uh, Doxilius, I am looking for a chemical compound that when shot into multiple targets will link their life force together. What? <laughs> Dang, Doc. What? <laughs> I, I thought that was rather clear. Are you telling me? You understand what I'm saying? You want a drug that mind melds a group of people together just by being injected by the same drug? Yes. What possible reason could you have for this? Doc, that's impossible. Uh, well, I thought it would be useful if I could, you know, make multiple of our enemies drowsy with one shot instead of 15. Or you could just get really good at shooting. Wouldn't you need to shoot all 15 of them with the, the said elixir? But after that, all of them would be very easy to take down because I just have to hit on one of them and they'd all get drowsy. So the goal is to shoot 15 people with a magic elixir, then shoot one of them with a sleeping dart instead of shooting 15 of them with sleeping darts. Yes. Got it. Well... I have an excellent story for you. In my youth, I knew a dolphin and had many friends, and we decided one night to talk to it. Turns out we don't speak dolphin, but chemistry does. So let me just dig through my party drug record and see what I can find. So mechanically what I want this to be, Cody, is that it's like a level one tag where I can bond to only, like, to make it fair, I can only bond two people together at once. But they're bonded for the combat if I hit on them. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. So that way, that way, if other people do damage to them, it's doing a damage to both of them. Uh, Everything is one credit here. That's one credit. Any tag is one credit. Okay. Everything on the shelf. The, the the difficulty with this maneuver is I have to get two hits before it starts working. Oh, and there's, okay. if if I only get one hit, there's no effect other like. Right. Yeah. I see. It's double or nothing. Right. That's what that's what I'm playing. And like, I mean, I can take multiple shots to get it, but. Mm -hmm. The way I was doing it is like I can set up people because I'm support class. He he hands you a small data chip. Any chemical fabricator should make it. It's basically LSD and vodka mixed together in equal parts with lemon for flavor. I do like lemon. <laughs> Sorry, that just took me off guard. Now, my dear, what could I possibly make for you? Perhaps a substance that allows you to see through the eyes of a mosquito? Uh, not, not this time, Knox. I'm looking for something to make my bombs sticky, but not so that they stick to me. So I need like a little, um, some, some substance that will not be immediately sticky, but will become sticky upon flying through the air. And then we'll be able to stick to stuff. As soon as you look at him, he's just holding a container of Elmer's glue. Maybe it needs more work than just this. He chucks it over his head. May I see a bomb? Uh, just one. She pulls out three. <laughs> yeah, just, I just need a test subject. All right, here, here's this one. You hand him a bomb and he turns around back to his Bunsen burner and, you know, whatever hodgepodge of chemical things there are that you always see in chemical labs and you hear some like puffing and burning sounds and a couple of pops and then he turns back around and is holding a container that looks like um a very sticky like a goopy paste he goes just spread it on and then either blow on it or throw it through the air and the wind whipping by will turn it sticky as requested. Perfect. Also, could be funny for a prank. Just saying. I will keep that in mind for sure. Tell all your friends, Noxious Nox. He'll let you talk to dolphins. <laughs> I always do. Thanks, Nox. Have a good day. Have a great day, Noxilius. Talker of dolphins. <laughs> We're out of the, we're out of the building, so I'm saying that before Cody just starts talking as Knox again. It's like I can hear you. Uh, between you and me, Jalen, he gets crazier every time you talk to him, right? Oh, most definitely. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't just me. In retrospect, it's probably all the chemicals he works with. <laughs> yeah, you know that that makes, makes a lot me of sense. question some of my late night thoughts. But on the whole, excellent work from him. I mean. Here's the thing. You factory reset every so often. I don't think Noxilius does. That is true. That is true. Okay. Uh, so who wants to go next? Oh, and, and uh, make sure we mark the romance snat up one. I, I, you're right. 
I do have a thing for Noxilius. <laughs> <laughs> love was in the air, along with noxious fumes. Isn't that what love is? Noxious fumes. <laughs> Everyone else seems to get like, you know, like weird faces whenever love's around. <laughs> so, Jyla, not Jyla, bye. Sully, not Sully, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm Llewellyn, who's going next? Who wants to talk to somebody? I mean, I can go. I, I know what I want to do. Okay, who are you looking for? So, I want to find someone who is trained or who was like originally from the interstellar council okay uh, i want to find i don't know if they have some kind of temple or school or something around like where a group of them are hang out <laughs> are you buying some i want to learn a skill oh okay cool so kind of gonna do the same thing give me like a one phrase description for the type of teacher you're looking for um i want i'm looking for someone who is uh who is who is a I guess kind of a like a war like a warrior type kind of like I guess to to use the thing we're ripping off Jedi Knight kind of person that type of person who would be someone who is good in a fight. Okay, you make your way to a dark and kind of secluded part of this space station. It's most easily described as being found by taking all the wrong turns. It's not in a common footpath. As you make your way further down, like climbing through hatchways, you kind of feel drawn and guided towards a presence. Eventually you find your way to a large, expansive, empty vessel at the very, at like the heart of a large cargo hold, what used to be a cargo hold. There is a tree growing under like fake growth lights, you know, so it can grow in space. At the top, you see a man um, wearing, um, I don't know, what would he be wearing? Sorry. Uh, khakis? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just, like, wearing, um, like, a baggy pair of pants. He's sitting at the very top of this massive old tree, and as you enter, he rolls backwards off a branch and falls straight through to the ground without touching a single branch, and stands up. Hello, my name is Horus. Oh, hello, it's uh, nice to meet you. And what brought you to me today? Uh, so, um, I've been in some fights in my time, but this uh, last mission I just went on was, uh, was a bit rough. I got I got a bit beat up in a got beat beat up in one of our one of our fights. Um, I'm looking to learn how to uh, how to avoid taking so much damage in, in all in our fights. Some way I can move around the battlefield without uh, without being hit all the time. So I didn't know what skill you were going to try to learn, but I nailed it, so... <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I tried to make it obvious for you. I didn't realize that's what we were doing, but I'm glad we were on the same page. Well, now, I believe I can help you with that. Um, I find that a tree is my best teacher. I don't seem to want to move like one. I want to be able to move through one. So your task is simple. Get to the top of the tree and to the bottom of the tree without touching the tree. Uh, alright. Might I suggest lowering gravity? I did not mean to Dr. Seuss right there. He goes over to a dial and cranks it down a few, like, ticks, and you feel yourself grow lighter. I might warn you, though. Most people are used to a certain amount pulling them down, and they become over eager how high is the, i was gonna say how high is the ceiling here it's very tall and jumping is going to make you go very fast okay i, I was gonna suggest if it was not tall he was gonna he was gonna bash his head on the ceiling of the first attempt <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what happens like now in like a montage is like you slowly learning how to jump through this tree and guide yourself um as you do so he's sitting there kind of talking to you at times, maybe rely more on the feeling of moving through the tree rather than what your eyes tell you. You're going to be going too fast to see danger coming. Um, and you you have like a very low score in weird, don't you? Yeah, it's negative one. Oh, okay, cool. So as such, this is very difficult for you because he's kind of trying to teach you to channel like the magical powers of space. Yeah. Which you can do, but it just is much harder for you. Um, but eventually you kind of start to feel a sixth sense developing for how to like flip and move through the air as you do this over and over and over again while you're sitting on this station. Cool. 
If you ever need any more guidance, come back to Horus. He says as he lightly jumps off the uh, ground and floats back up to the top of the tree. Uh, th- thank you. Uh, should I call you Master Horus? I guess what, what, how should I? A tree does not care what you call it and Horus does not either. I am Horus. Okay, well, well, well thank you. I, I appreciate the help. Have a good day. As you walk out, you see the dial on the gravity turn itself up slowly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so narrative, just so for everyone else, um, I now have the skill Pass with Harmony, which means I can roll with cool to try to move around a battlefield without taking attacks. Uh, If I get a 10+, the enemies not only won't attack me, they'll think I'm their friend. On a 7 and 9, they'll realize I'm a threat, but somehow their attacks will miss. And then on a 6 or lower they'll uh it just fails i basically i try to move to the battlefield confidently and i get blasted <laughs> he can take a hard move is that from the is that from the mystic playbook that's from the interstellar council i don't know i don't know which archetype it was that's that's from, that's my playbook that i've no i'm not mine but like interstellar yeah council. yeah i went to that one because i i saw that and i was like oh that'd be really useful to have especially after that fight on core five when i tried to do this exact same thing and got wrecked (laughs) only a little okay so vi you have been given the task to upgrade the ship so do you think that you like have a mechanic that you work with or do you like buy parts from a guy um i think i just buy parts Okay, and then do the work yourself. Yeah, um, Vi is pretty confident in what she can do, considering she's been working on United Colony ships for, like, all her life. So, yeah, nah, she doesn't want to give away any secrets. She's working by herself. Okay. Um, but, uh, more importantly, going individually, um, so what I would like to do for... Like, the big thing that Vi wants to do for herself is um, I want to add... um, So, I've got my my wireless drill with the kill switch. And basically, I just want to add a tag to make it uh, a more powerful hit. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I think she just kind of spends a little bit of time fine-tuning it so that when she does flip it to, uh, when she does flip the kill switch, uh, it's uh, just got a little bit more kick to it. Okay, sure. Yeah, I like that. So, you just kind of, whatever parts you have lying around or, you know, maybe you have to go and get something, but yeah. Okay, cool. I think it's more of a fine-tuning thing because right now I have accurate as a tag. Um and that's a plus one at the moment uh, for damage. So this is on your, your drill? Yeah. It says it now does extra damage? That is what I would like to do, yes. So yeah. I basically would like to have a plus two to that. Sure, that's fine. Sweet. Um, and then I did that. Was that just one credit for me then? That would be one credit for you, yeah, to get whatever equipment you need to do that because it costs something. Okay, and so you have four left to do with whatever on the ship. Perfect. Okay. How do we have two sets of guns on the ship? Right now, yeah, your ship has two blasters. So what your ship has is a helm room, an engine room, shields, two blasters, life support, a hull, right? Um, So you can add tags to your hard points. You can buy new blasters. So like your blaster is basically like an item that you guys would have. Right now, there's nothing on it. It just does one damage. Yeah. Um, So if you want to add tags to that, you can spend some money to do that. Or you can buy a different type of blaster altogether. That would be two. But then it can have a different, like a different type of effect, if that makes sense. Okay. Would would that replace one of our one of our existing ones or would that be in addition we have a third gun um i didn't put a limit on it so i'm gonna say no until it gets bonkers um if that happens we'll make a rule for it but until then i don't have a limit on it so here's what i would like to do running it by everyone so if i have four credits left and adding a tag is only one credit i'd like to upgrade both sets of our guns okay so that kind of basically do the same thing that i did just now but on like a bigger scale uh so 
I want our guns to have an extra punch, which would be, correct me if I'm wrong, that should be two credits, one for each, and then look at the teleporter room, which is basically adding a full new thing. Yeah, which would be two credits. And that would be all four of our credits. Are you excited, Jyla? <laughs> so excited. That sounds good, Mandy. Do you want those tags to just be extra damage, or do you want them to also, like, do you want them to have any effect? Does that make sense? No, it it doesn't make sense. It doesn't? It or? does not. Okay, so, like, you know how Jyla has stuff associated with her weapons that are not just damage, they're also, like, status effect? Gotcha. Um, so you could have, like, status effect stuff on your weapons as well, or you can just say, like, high impact and it does extra damage. Um... Does anyone have any preference? Would you like our guns to be able to do something status wise? I'm good with I'm good with high impact for now and we can I'm, get more creative well, as we go. Do we want to make one high impact and one like EMP so it like does extra damage to shields? Ooh, that's a thought. Oh, I like that. Oh, yeah. Yep, I'm fine with that. All right, cool. So we have uh so one set is gonna one set of guns is what is that gonna be then? Two damage? Um, it, yeah, so you could say add one damage, so by default it does one damage, you could add one more. Okay, so plus one, two total, and then one set is the same, right? It's plus one, two total, but it's specifically towards shields. Yes, and then your other two credits could be spent on a teleporter and will, you know... It works like a teleporter, and we'll decide exact mechanics later. Yeah. <clears throat> that, that If everyone's okay with that, that is what I would like to do to the ship. And um, a little bit of narrative flair. Uh, while I'm adjusting um, my drill, um, I imagine she's, like, sitting as she's in the engine room. She's sitting at her workbench, um, and she just shoots off, like, a quick video message to her kids. Uh, just saying, like, hey, I'm currently at a safe spot. Don't worry about me. But, you know, if you want to call your mom, <laughs> you can do that. Call your mom. I keep forgetting I keep forgetting that uh, Vi is a little older and has, like, adult kids. Um, yes. <laughs> Vi, make an investigate check, which is sharp. Uh, uh, oh, wait, I rolled twice. What am I doing? Clearly, it's been a minute since I've played. Uh, I don't get it. It's a five. Okay, cool. Then nothing happens. Um, <clears throat> all right, so as you guys all finish these tasks, um, I said that all of you have communicators, eh, just so you guys remember. Um, all of you at the same time receive a message on your communicators that says, Report to the heart of, ooh, not to the heart, report to the command center of Homestead. And, um, but at the request of Commander, um, I misspelled that, at the request of Commander Lori. It Lori? sounds yeah. really epic when you forget the name. Sorry, sorry. I'll redo it. Just edit it so I sound good, Mandy. <laughs> Commander, Commander Lori. You know what? It's not Lori. It's Loria. Sorry, that's what it is, Loria. Do you want to make it even better, Bandy? Is not when he stumbles through it when he just gets it wrong. I looked at it and was like, "The frick did I name this person? Laura, Loria, Lor- Loria, Loria." There it is. Sorry. So report to the command center of uh, what's it freaking called? Homestead. Homestead. Write it down. I did. Sorry. <laughs> Such a cute name. I love it. All right. Do you all want to respond to that right away, or is there anything else that you want to do first? I think I'm good. Yeah, yeah I think I'm, I'm okay. Okay, so you all meet at the command center of the homestead. It is uh, at the center of the base in every way. It is like the first ship that was here originally. It is basically the original vessel that started this space station. As such, it is very old and very crusty. As you look around, there's like moss growing on parts of the ship. All of it is slowly tarnishing and things don't quite work well anymore. You know, like doors open slowly. But you enter uh, the main like command room and in the center, there's a glowing map that indicates like the entire known galaxy, like marked per faction, like all the borders between them and where skirmishes are happening. Um, As you enter, you see two people. The first one is... Uh, Commander Loria. She is kind of the heart of the outlaws. She's in command of it as a whole. 
Um, she was elected by all of the captains. When a commander of the outlaws is picked, they serve until they step down or die. She is very old at this point and hunched, but probably also the most dangerous person in the room. The story, the story about her is that no one knows the color of her blaster barrel because anyone that has seen it has died. <laughs> I like that. Jyla's favorite person. <laughs> She's my hero. Uh, when you enter, she says, Well, now, it is nice to see you young people here. I received a message that might be of interest to you and possibly a good next assignment. Um, she pushes a button on a command like a board in front of her, like a control board in front of her, and a monitor slides down from the wall and turns on a person who looks uh shockingly similar to vi is standing in the center of the scream and just goes hello mom i need some help and that is where we're going to end We hope you enjoyed this latest episode of Outlaws Wanted. All music is from danosounds.com. If you like this show, you can check out more of our podcasts at the Wandering Gamer Network's website, as well as interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Now remember, it's not the outlaw that makes the trouble, it's the trouble that makes the outlaw. Outlaws Wanted.